Alright, let's see some newspaper today. Alright, um, top story seems to be Selena Gomez in the news today. She did something dumb. Meh. Stocks, uh, gold went down a couple points. Eh, not my worries. Sports, Yankees are still doing good. Okay, that's good. Uh, aliens are invading the planet. Uh, there's news about Madonna's do Wait, 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 what? What the hell, aliens? Alright. Uh, running this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, alien invaders, over-enthusiastic newspaper boys, fishmen, over-zealous presidents, cute girls, and the first works of the greatest female manga of all time. Listener's discretion is advised. Oh, yeah, let's get to the funny page. That's more fun. Episode 213. So that's where those weird fish people came from. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts of any reviews about connected dance narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-full episode of manga reviews, artist worship, and lots of other crazy random thoughts coming from me, your host, Zan. Now, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about different geek medias. We talk about mangas, animes, video games, movies, games, conventions, and lots of other things. You can find any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Stitcher, Tumblr. We even have a Snapchat account and a few other cool social media sites. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me at spyrokin at gmail.com. Zan at Spyrokin.com, on Twitter at, at Spyrokin, leave a comment below, or if you want to be really cool, leave us a rating on iTunes. You can say what you like, what you don't like, and just let us know what you think. If you enjoy these episodes, what you want me to change. Uh, we've been doing this for nine years, and we're still going, we're still popular, people still like us, people still remember us, and I work really hard to make sure that we bring the best type of podcast for you, the listener. Now... If you remember from the last episode of the Sparkin' Manga Review, I spun that one, that only. The Wheel of Manga dictated to me that I'd be reviewing a very interesting manga, a one-shot, actually. And despite the fact that I spun it, it gave me an idea, especially because of the reason why I put it on the wheel. Now, for 
I'm going to spoil the creator of this series, who is one of my favorite mangaka of all time. I'm talking about Romiko Takahashi. Now, the reason why it's important to talk about her is because this is 2017. It is the 30th anniversary of one of my favorite mangas of all time, and also arguably one of her best mangas of all time, according to her ratings and how many she's, they've sold. Talk about Ranma One Half. It's also the 30th anniversary of One Pound Gospel, another great manga series she wrote we may review it this month we're going to find out if we are or not because i've decided to create this very special spontaneous theme month of aliens boxing and crazy curses it is an entire month dedicated to Romiko takahashi one of the greatest mangaka of all time because her work is just so influential she's been translated all over the world there's 200 million copies of her books in circulations she's a two-time winner of the shogakukan manga award and to top it off she's someone who's inspired so many people and has created so many tropes i mean this is a woman who started out just she wasn't interested in manga she just doodled in her papers when she went to high school then one day she joined a manga club and then eventually she ended up becoming the student of Kazuo Koike, that crazy bastard who created Crying Freeman, Lone Wolf and Cub, Mad Bull 34, and all those other crazy fucking manga I've talked about over the years. And this was interesting because she's evolved over time to one of the most powerful female manga of all time. She's created a lot of really cool stuff. And what we're been talking about this episode is her first publicized work, which happened in 1978 in... Uh, what was it? It was in uh, Shukan Shonen Sunday. Her first work that she got that was officially hers. It wasn't her filling in for Kazuo Koike or another manga. It was her work. It's been released several times, including once in Rumik Theater. And it was actually, there's been, never been an anime adaptation. But it laid the groundwork for three other series that she created. And if you watch any of her other series, I guarantee you're going to see a reference to this series. Because this was the first one. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the manga called Kate na Yatsura, Those Selfish Aliens. Now, to break this plot up is really easy. It's about this guy named Kay who is the world's greatest paper delivery boy. His entire mindset is, I have to deliver papers to my clients. That's all he cares about. He could be shot at, he could be stabbed, no matter what. Mr... Yamada needs his paper, he has to bring it to him. And one day he is going to deliver his papers, and he feels someone tap his shoulder and says, Hey, what are you doing? He's like, I'm delivering papers. What's a paper? Uh, papers are, you know, those funny paper things that have all the news in it. Oh, that's good. We're going to kidnap you. Turns out he's being kidnapped by two aliens, known as Alien 1 and Alien 2. They decide to kidnap K because they are going to do an experiment on him to sabotage the world. So what they do is they knock him out. And they implant inside of him a bomb. A bomb big enough to destroy the entire world, but small enough to fit inside of Kay's body. And the deal is that if they, their demands are not met in Operation Earth, where they will get control of the world, they're going to blow up Kay and he's going to destroy the Earth. It's going to work out, even though he's just muttering constantly about, I have to deliver papers, I have to deliver papers. Really one-track mindset. And you see this on later on other... Romiko Takahashi, main characters, where they only have one goal in life. And so, he wakes up, and he ends up getting into a scuffle with them, but as they're flying away, suddenly they get caught in a tractor beam, and this tractor beam pulls them underwater, and the ship is invaded by talking fish people, these evil fishmen, 
and they are decided to kidnap these surface people so they could hold them hostage and then do experiments on them. In order to make them more compliant, they have a girl that they kidnapped named Akane talk to them. And she talks to Kay, and Kay's like, hey, what are you, are you okay? And she's like, okay. And then the fish people, they yell at Kay to, from talking to her, he kicks their butt, and then they kidnap him, and they take him to experiment on him again. This time, they're going to put a bomb in him that is sm- that is strong enough to destroy the air and the surface world, and if their demands are not met, they will destroy the bomb inside of Kay. This sounds oddly familiar, but whatever. So they try to take away his memories, and Kay uses newspaper foo. I'm not joking with you. He uses newspapers to save the day, flip switches, destroy things. It's amazing. And he defeats them, goes, gets Kay, gets the two aliens, and they go back in the spaceship, and they try flying away to save the day. But it turns out that Kay accidentally destroyed the control device for the bomb. So that's one bomb, but remember, he has two bombs in him. Okay, So they're flying, they're... The aliens say, we're going to take you back to the mothership, and we're going to take care of this. And they get into a fight again, and Kay ends up defeating them with newspaper foo. And he crash lands the ship into the middle of Tokyo. So everyone thinks that Kay, Akane, and the two aliens are all aliens. So they kidnap Kay. And the humans decide, we're going to put a bomb in him that's going to blow up the alien mothership. Smart move. They say, okay, okay, cool, we'll let you out now. You can go home now. You're an alien. Go back to your mothership. He's like, I'm not a mothership person. I'm a human. What? And then suddenly, the fish people show up. Oh no, the fish people show up. And they are there. And then suddenly, the alien mothership shows up. And they're all going after Kay, and Kay is running away. And and Akane walks with him, and she's saying, okay, I love you so much. He's like, Akane, I care deeply about you, but the newspapers must be delivered. And he runs off to deliver newspapers, even though there's People shooting at him, trying to blow him up. Eventually, it gets to a head where the leaders of the three groups, you have the aliens, the fish people, and the humans, all talking and saying, well, you can't do this. And it's saying, well, we'll blow him up. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You're going to blow him up? We're going to blow him up. Wait, wait, you put a... Aha! We all have the same idea. That's brilliant. (laughs) Oh, wait. Then they kind of realize that these three bombs they put in him is strong enough that if he dies... Or they blow up. He's going to destroy the entire universe. And the humans, well, they didn't put a really a stop device. They made it so that when he dies, the bombs go off. And they can't remove them because if they're removed, they blow up. So now they have to make sure that he lives a long and healthy life. And all he cares about is delivering newspapers. Because new- delivering newspapers is his life. So the aliens and the fish people... And the humans all come together to deliver newspapers, and that is the end of it, because they're all selfish aliens taking away his job. Yeah. So, um, this is the beginning of the wackiness that is Ramiko Takahashi. I'm not going to lie. This is bizarre and crazy. And there's a lot of little references to all the stuff that happens in all of our other works. I mean, K is, obviously, he has a look of... Every of Goto, of Ranma, of Inuyasha, of Rene. He has that the same look. It's the beginning look. Akane is the girl who is. He looks a lot like a certain other female character who floats and wears tiger skin. Looks a little bit like the, the beta of Lum from Yoritai Atsura. We'll see how it goes with there. But it's just an adventure story. 
it's funny and it has that silly witch he has where just an absurd thing happens and they just get getting worse and worse and worse and then it just ends with everybody being friends because oh crap we all screwed up and I and I can see why this was the beginning of her just love of this insanity now something I brought up earlier there's one reference that's in every single manga series and that's the fish people if you watch Yotsai Atsura if you watch Ranma if you watch Inuyasha in the background on the TV or in certain points you'll see these little fish guys wearing spaceman uniforms you know they're wearing like a fishbowl on their head and they wear gray suits that's from this and this is ridiculous it's short it's sweet it's just so crazy and it's just a fun way to for her to start her legacy as being queen of manga and you could see where she came up with the ideas for aliens and just the weirdness in the world now Unfortunately, I would love to have seen more of what's going on in this world, but it is a one-note joke. It's just, okay, we have to save K or he's going to die, and he has newspaper kung fu. So, the art style is the beginning of her work. You can see a lot of references to it, but it is that initial beginning of her creating stuff. So. Well. With that in mind, let me give you my review of this manga. This manga, I'm going to have to say... It's a bar from a friend that don't return unless offered Pocky because it is such a fun manga. It's just so weird. It's short and sweet and it's just so crazy because like I said, who would think of that? Okay, the aliens put a bomb in him. The fish people put a bomb in him. The humans put a bomb in him. Everyone puts a bomb in him. It just compoundly gets more and more absurd and crazy. And this is a nice way to start off her universe. Now, unfortunately, the only way you can get this is in Rumiko Takahashi's Rumiko World or the Rumik Theater anthology series. And the anthology series, they're a lot of fun. They have a lot of different stories. I didn't go too far in it because I just put that one down because this is just the quintessential work. Because later on, her stuff goes late, is more involved. You can find them in different areas. I actually was able to find a comic version of Katena Yatsura, and that's what I enjoyed about because it, it's just this one shot you don't need anything else ever it's just fun and silly and stupid and you can forget about it and this does set up where she's gonna go from here on out and I can't wait to see what happens next so yeah so definitely check it out here a chance uh Rubik theater is definitely worth investing in uh I just wish it would go a little bit longer and the one note joke wouldn't be able to go past this that's why it does lose points but Either way, so remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email us at spirekin at gmail.com. I'm at zan at spirekin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of these social websites. And let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the friends the wheel of manga accepts no substitute now what is the wheel of manga the wheel of manga is a prize wheel with 10 slots on what we're going to do is we're going to spin that one not only that wheel of manga whatever number it lands on that's what we're going to review in the next episode of the spark and manga review episode 214 and like i said this is the month of aliens boxing and crazy curses the takahashi month so what i'm going to do is i'm going to spin this wheel and it's all got different stuff for different takahashi's works Everything from Meisani Koku, Yoritsai Atsura, Mermaid Scar, Laughing Target, Maurice the Chogo, Fire Tripper. It even has One Pound Gospel and the new series Renee. 
Unfortunately, I can't find her latest work, which is a one-shot she did, which was called My Sweet Sunday. Unfortunately, I can't find it, but we got a lot of good stuff on there. I'd love to put Ranma back on here and review Ranma again, but I think two times is enough, and you all know my feelings about it. So let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Number eight. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing. Oh, this is ironic. I'm going to be reviewing a manga which was inspired by this series, and this would actually be the spiritual successor to Kateni Yatsura. We're going to follow Rumiko Takahashi as she goes further into her life, and as she now focuses on Japanese folklore by making Japanese folklore creatures into aliens talking about her arguably her most fun series and her most crazy series the beginning of the insanity Yeretsayatsura so all you Lum fans get ready for a lot of wackiness so I guess that's it for this episode remember you can check out any of our episodes and I hope to see you guys next time I'm Gonsville enjoy these mangas and remember Gambare. から僕が手にしたのは寂しさかもしれない。そんな気持ちを抱えたまま扉を開けてしまう。離れてゆく君の心になんとなく気づいてた。<音楽>